Ready? Go! She duck, he duck, he duck, 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 she. Hello and welcome to the G.E.E.K podcast. It's me, Dan, and over there is Red Woo! singing along with the theme song because we've never done this. I wonder how it will turn out. I bet it will be rubbish. Probably because even though that sounded quite weird, I bet it's not in time. I bet it's not in tune. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which is us. Because, yeah, we mix the song in later. Just a little behind the scenes magic there. Ruined for everyone. I'm Dan. I'm Reg. Steve is not here um, because he's poorly. Um, and yeah, so Dan and Reg are in a different venue today. We're back at mine. Mm. Not in uh, Reg's abode. No, it's no, exciting. no. We've had a, a, an exciting couple of days of playing games and eating pizza for breakfast and uh, seeing people who draw comics. And now we're going to talk about it on episode 41. 41, yeah. And uh, everyone already knows about it, though, obviously, Reg, because they've all been following us on Twitter, which, of course, because you're following us, you don't need me to tell you what it is. But I'm going to anyway. It's twitter.com forward slash g.e.e.k and facebook.com forward slash g.e.e.k. And also, we have a YouTube page, which is youtube.com forward slash g.e.e.k. And even if you don't know what we do, go to our YouTube channel and watch our little channel trailer, because that just explains everything better than I ever could. It is a really, really nice little trailer we've got going on there. Yeah. It's good work you did on that, Reg. I really, really appreciated it. You know how long it took me to do? I know. Minutes. It, it took me a lifetime mm. to get around to asking you if you could do <laughs> one because I can't do it. <laughs> um, yeah. But no. Yeah, um, all props, fair play, do go out to you, even though I am the star of the trailer. Um, it's Are just you? a shame. Yeah. Okay. Well, I am amazing. I'm, I am in it. Let's you are in it. That, yeah, that, that's, that's that's two great things with me. That's an absolutely <laughs> perfect way of putting it. Mm. So anyway, right, this morning, right. obviously I stayed over at, at Mr. Daniel's house. Yes. Um, while we, we did some stuff we'll talk about mm-hmm. in a bit. Well, yeah, I we say got naked and oiled up and played some video games. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, well, I say this morning. It was actually this afternoon I woke up. Yes, and that's the important bit. Right. I woke up this afternoon... And within the space of about five minutes, got greeted with uh, two pizzas for my breakfast. Afternoon. (laughs) Pizza for breakfast. Afternoon. (laughs) It doesn't matter what time you... It does. You had a sleep, (laughs) right? No. That is breakfast. No, it's not. It is. It is not. So if you go to bed, if you're working nights, right, and then you you wake up at, what, five in the afternoon. Mm Mm-hmm. So what what would you class your your cereal as? I wouldn't have cereal. I'd have dinner. You'd 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 wake up mm-hmm. and then literally have like steak and chips for breakfast. Yeah, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> but I I would I am I th- I think meal designation is entirely based on time of day, completely and temperature of meal. That's an important factor. It's How like, is temperature of meal well, an important factor? Because okay, some people call the evening meal dinner. Some people call it tea. I call it tea because I'm not posh. Right. See, I call it dinner when I'm something hot, but it tends to be tea if I'm having something cold. Likewise, lunch seems to be lunch if I'm having like a sandwich or something, and tea if I'm having like a hot meal for lunch. 
no, you see, you trip yourself up there. It's like you can't have tea as two different things. It can be dinner. It can be dinner Straddles. is di- dinner is Straddles. twelve twelve till two. Yep. And then tea is I don't anything even get me after on five. Brunch. I just no. Well, brunch, brunch, well, basically that, that's what I had. I had mm. brunch <coughs> because I had I had stonking hot pizza for for breakfast. That's brunch. I I disagree. I enjoyed it. Like I'm not. Don't get me wrong, but it was just. It was like you know when you've you've had a lot to drink and then the next day you wake up and you have like the rest of your doner kebab. It felt a bit like that without the. And you wash your mouth out with a can of bitter. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. <laughs> but um, yeah, I did offer. I offered him a bud um, because he still had one bottle of Budweiser left in the fridge, and he was like, no. "Yeah, I should really had that right like, the second. Whoa. whoa, just whoa. I need. Do you want to go and get it while I hold the fort? Hold the fort, sir. Okay. I'm going to hold two mics. Oh, it's going to go stereo for a minute. Yo, yo, what? Left, right, left, right. Whoop, whoop. I'm probably going to cut this out. We'll see how it goes. I might leave it. Normally, I mix it down to two channels, but I might leave it separate because... If you're wearing headphones, this sounds freaky. Right, Reggie's back now. Um, We went to Leeds. We went to the UK's number one Comic-Con. And by Comic-Con, I mean Comic-Con. None of this Comic-Con that's been just completely taken over by Hollywood. Yeah, it's and just like films and games. Yes. And oh, there's a couple of comics there. Literally, out of all the Comic-Cons we've been to this year, which is a lot compared to the previous years, seeing as we've never been to one <laughs> until this year. Um, <laughs> shush, stop it. Um, I genuinely, I haven't seen any actual well-known comic artists. It's always plenty of like little independent guys and whatever. Um, but you know, I mean, to be fair, who, yeah, who? There was still no one I could think of that was at, um, at MCM London. That's massive. Nope. Yeah. Manchester, absolutely not. And Wrexham. Well, Wrexham next year they got Charlie Adler, so um, that's pretty nice. good going. Which, if you go on our YouTube page, you'll see him draw a uh, Michonne. Michonne. And also a nice little poster for me. Of Ash getting stabbed in the face with an arrow. Yeah. Yeah. He's been shot by. Uh, which uh, <laughs> which was. With by Daryl. Yeah, which was funny the because the fact that I said, can you just do Ash on the floor like dead as, dead. A, as a dead thing? With, with an arrow saying Ash. And he's like, okay. An arrow. Oh, okay, and then he just drew an arrow in Yeah, and then he drew an arrow in Ryan. I was like, that's not what I meant, but that looks awesome. He was just <laughs> thinking, like, mm, yeah, it's another Daryl fan. Yeah. People coming and asking me to draw characters I didn't even create. <laughs> oh, dear. Do you think he'll ever make it into the comics? No. Never. But I like the fact he won't. Mm, true. Yes. Because now they can get rid of him at any point. The only downside about this is he'll probably have, like, a spin-off where it's like... Hey, join Normus Reedus just yeah. before the zombie infection happened yeah. where you just go around skinning animals Darryl and, and surviving. Yeah. Like the game. Oh, God. <laughs> like the bad I game, but like not the, the amazing like the Telltale game. game. Oh, more on that later. Mm-hmm. Let's stretch that segue out about half an hour. Sounds good to me. Yeah, we're not ready to talk about that. I want to continue talking about Thought Bubble. Um, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Um Basically, it is literally a. Com- it's rather than a comic con. It's a graphic art, sequential art festival. I like that term for Ooh. comics. Sequential art. Nice. Mm. Um, so it was um, lots and lots and lots and lots of amazing people. Loads of Marvel artists. Loads of uh, image artists. Um, do you know what? Can't think of that many DC artists that were there. A couple of Vertigo no, the, yeah, artists. So kind of, kind of DC. They still count. Um, 
So lots of names that I'm probably going to mention now that you'll you'll all be like, oh right. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you what they drew. Um, there was uh, Kelly Sue Connick who who does um, Captain Marvel. She was actually she would not do right, right the queue for uh, for to go get anything signed and uh, obviously chat to her wasn't very big. I was about four down in the mm. in the row waiting to get the comic signed. Right. Dan, at the meantime, was getting Matt, Matt Fraction. Fractures. Matt, Matt Fraction and uh, yeah, and David Aho do uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. So he was waiting there to get his stuff signed with them. That queue was massive. Uh, and I thought, well, I'll get this done and I'll be able to join across and, and meet Dan there. Dan finished in that queue and I hadn't moved yet yeah. because that Kelly just would not be quiet. Hogging people. She chatted about everything. She was going on. There was a, someone, I can't remember her name, uh, Emma someone, who was doing um, signatures to the left of her. And Emma Kelly, Rias. Yeah, Kelly was just like, oh, right, buy hers. And kept on like bringing it across and going, like, look, at look, the flesh looks like flesh and showing people like, pictures of naked women and stuff going look how beautiful she looks there and they're like yeah can you just sign my comment no. <laughs> oh right look at this and you kept going and people are like yeah I, I will I'll queue up and buy something off her in a minute like, oh you should definitely do that and she just went on off on one <laughs> it was well funny yeah. she's also had a, a con exclusive um, well comic exclusive cover um, it was uh, a comic by image called Pretty Deadly which is quite good it's Wild West cowgirl go around killing people Awesome. Yeah, I was and, um, through that when you yeah, and expensive. a bunch of the people that, um, well, the, the two artists, well, the artist, the colorist, and the writer, they were all there. So she was there. Also, um, Geordie Bella, who was ace. She yeah, was I nice liked and chatty. Um, she worked on Captain Marvel as well. Um, but also, uh, yeah, obviously, Matt Fraction, we said hello to. Um, and the people, the guys who write Young Avengers. Um, I forget the name, Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey. And the, the awesome thing was, I'd looked in advance. Basically, I'd been down the entire list of who was at this Comic-Con and gone, right, yep, need to get that, need I to get that. And I bought, <laughs> yeah, I made a spreadsheet. Oh, I, that, that, I, I saw people with worse, far yeah. worse. So I, like, I knew where they were going to be at what time so I could make sure that I was going to get everything I wanted. I had a bunch of stuff already, but then I wanted to get some on eBay, like some nice ones to get some nice framed, signed, signed artwork. Um, so like their Young Avengers, I already had one of those. Um, so like perfect, get that signed. And I noticed the guy who did the color, the, the colors on it, was going to be there as well. Far, far, far less known. Um, like I'd not heard of him until I read his name. Went, oh, that's that guy. Brilliant, amazing. Right. So much so that the, the people were walking <laughs> up to him because yeah, Kieran he, Gillen was away at a panel. You, yeah, and he, he got James Helling to sign. <laughs> yeah. That's right, in front of his sign, and everyone's like, "Oh, I love your work," and he's just like, "Oh no, uh, no, that's nope. not me." I'm I, just I, a did, I did, colour, <laughs> I coloured it, but also Jamie McKelvey was like with everyone, just like um, he'd he'd sign Young Avengers as everyone asked him to, and then he'd pass it to Matt Wilson, and before the people had the chance to go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what? Who, why is this bald guy signing my comic?" He was just like, "Oh, he did the colouring on it," and I think I was the only person who went, "I know, yes, I need his signature. Thank you." Like I'd always planned on. It's such a great job because, like, for people like me that can't draw, right? I could go on a on paint and just fill yep. up the little paint pot thing and just go like, <laughs> yeah, and just pop it all. I in think it's squares. a little bit, little bit harder than that. Do you reckon? Because all the colours are already so. there. I think it would be quite easy to okay. do. I'm not taking away his skills because I bet the mad skills. Right, challenge. Awesome. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to download a page from The Walking Dead, because that's black and white. Okay. And um, you're going to colour it. I will do on this. On paint. I'll colour it on paint. Please do. And then I'll 
And then we're going to send it to Charlie Adler (laughs) to get him to grade it. In fact, that's what we'll do when we when we go to the Wales Comic Con as well. Um, But I'll put it up on on our page as well so people can see how amazing it is. I I think this will turn out so badly that it'll end up becoming one of these amazing internet sites like that guy who draws um, Simpsons stuff. Yeah, and that one that Steve mentioned the other week, the guy who just draws whatever you send him. Yeah. I think it'd be very similar. Jim will paint it. That's it, Jim will paint it. Oh, that was me that was talking about it. You were talking about it. Um, But also, who else was there? Ethan Nicole, who does Axe Cop. Yay! And you should... I'll take a photo of my print I got, because it's amazing. So good. And I also got a... um, It was like the print I got was, you know, every character um, from this first couple of books that he's done. Um, just all in this huge print with like an explosion coming up and everyone's running or flying or riding a weird animal to towards the actual no, the front of the print, I suppose, is the okay. way to describe it. Um, and he signed it for me. It looks amazing. Um, but I also got, with that print, um, an invite for Axe Cop's wedding because he recently got married, mm-hmm. but hardly anyone turned up. So he had a load of invites excess left. wedding invites <laughs> left. Um, and on the back of it, he flipped over and put two reg and drew me a picture of Axe Cop. Um, it was awesome. So I was well made up with that. I bet you were. Really That's bet you cool. were. Although Steve, um, actually left, I'll go into Steve's story in a second, uh, but Steve was with us with Dax Cop, with Ethan Nicole, um, and he got the he got the book two, which is apparently his favourite book. Um, Steve got it signed for him, and he'd done an amazing little sketch of Dax Cop saying, Sean, you can be in my team. That's it. And it looks that good. You should see the smile on his face. It didn't leave him for a long, long time. Yeah, especially not when he got his uh, free, free t-shirt. t-shirt. <laughs> which is the story I was going <laughs> to say. Basically, we went there. Now, again, the Gadget Show, if you've seen the video on our YouTube page, um, we went to the Gadget Show Expo, and we are all dead excited to see all this brand new tech, and then Steve found out he could update his, upgrade his phone to the next iPhone. So he spent a couple of hours at the Expo. Upgrading his phone. Upgrading his phone. On phone. stand. Right, so we missed loads of the con. Steve again decided that this year, that this one, Thought Bubble, he was going to have a quick look around, found a place that was giving away free T-shirts if you went up and done the Green Lantern um, yeah. speech to start off with. And then the second thing was they, you had to say they tweeted else. first person to get to my my stand and um, says this phrase wins a free T-shirt. Yeah. So since he apparently he he won but didn't get the T-shirt the first time around he because went, it was a draw yeah. with <laughs> some other girl and then they had to choose from like which hand had the badge in left or right. Whoever chose the one had the right badge. The thing is, he goes, yeah. This this other girl was like, no, no, I did it first, and and he was apparently what was the word he used? He frivolous. says, I was I was frivolous and I let her go. I was like, you were frivolous. He meant chivalrous. Yeah, but. Basically, the reason he thought he was being, he, he said uh, he was chivalrous is because he let her pick which hand the badge was in. So the guy held <laughs> up two hands, one with a badge and one without, and it was a 50-50 guess, you know, which one had it. And whoever, if, whoever picked the one with it in won. So he says because he let her pick, that's why she won. It's 50-50. It's, it's 50-50. <laughs> Mathematically, <then laughs> it makes no difference. He could have picked. She could have picked. It's still fifty-fifty. Yeah, but then he he <laughs> anyway, persisted. Then throughout the day, I'm gonna get a t-shirt. To I'm gonna win a t-shirt. That stand. Mm-hmm. Literally. He, he, me and Dan reached off and we're going around seeing like artist after artist and and just like having yeah. a look around what else is on display. And Steve was hanging around that t-shirt stand up until 
we left at five and up until about half three, quarter to four, mm-hmm. um, he come bounding over to us, going, "Look what I've got! I've got a Stanley Iron Cat T-shirt." And he was so made up with it, and <laughs> it's not even that great. Man face with cat ears. It's pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> but yeah, all day he was just sitting there refreshing his uh, the web page, refreshing the guy's uh, Facebook page, which makes me giggle because with his iPhone, he's also got this battery he's pack got a thing, use pack, um, which apparently takes it back up to eighty percent. And yes, yeah, Steve like, just literally drained it twice. He drained his normal battery and then he drained that battery as well. <laughs> just refreshing just the, page. Refreshing the Facebook page. It's insane. <laughs> and then it turned out the guy was like, he, he eventually posted, uh, well, as soon as we hit 250 followers, I'll give away another T-shirt. So Steve texted everyone he knew saying, please follow this page so I can win a T-shirt. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And yes, he won in the end. Literally within seconds of it being posted. He ran up and just went blah, 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 and said whatever the phrase was. And the guy was like, okay, um, have you just been watching the page? Have you just been stalking it? And he's like, um, just, uh, I just want a T-shirt. You and know you can only win one, you know. <laughs> yeah. So he won a T-shirt. But I got loads of cool stuff signed. Now, see, I, I, was, I, I thought I was doing kind of a, a good thing in that I just bought like one copy of each comic that I wanted to get signed. So I made sure all the artists I wanted something of, I had something of their work. Um, yet, whenever I kind of went up with one comic, I felt out of place. Sure. I queued for ages and I got to the one, that, like there was, um, it was Matt Fraction, I got to the front and I went, um, it's nice and easy one for you, just that one. And he goes, wow, it's a long queue for just one comic. And I'm like, that's what I need. <laughs> Why do I need 12? There was like people with suitcases. Yes. And massive, long boxes massive and everything. Long boxes, just full, full of comics. comics. And it was literally like for we were Sean Phillips. Mm-hmm. Um, we were queuing up to get something signed by. About and, half an hour. And there was a guy that just literally had about forty comics and like books for him to sign. And he sat there. He's like, oh, sign them all. And the guy went, now can I have a sketch? Yeah, I want to buy that book and you sketch it. Oh my god. No, I can understand. Obviously, you know, if you're a massive fan of someone, you you know, you'd want a couple of things signed, but not like forty. There's there's genuinely no reason to to do that. Mm. It's it's insane, absolutely insane. Yes, but very much so. But yeah, I was good. I just had one of everything. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just I felt so terrible. I was hungover to hell the majority of yesterday. Mm. Um, I went out on the Friday night for a charity event. And, Aren't uh, you good? <laughs> it was so funny. I, I've never seen my missus this drunk before. Um, we we came back and I'm like, right, babe, we're gonna have to go soon. Cause I'm up like it's silly o'clock in the morning to go to Thought Bubble in Leeds. Um, so can we not like spend all night there? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. Um, so we <laughs> we basically got really really drunk. Um, Ash even more so to the stage where the the walk home from where it was to my house is about ten minutes, fifteen at push if you're swaying a little bit. This took me over an hour to get Ash home um, because she was swaying, walking backwards, and then when she found a car that had been iced over, she drew a cock on it and then laughed uncontrollably and sat down. She was laughing that much. She did this to each car on the way home. Brilliant. wasn't just one. It was all of them. And she found each one just as funny. And I'm like, babe, stop this now. She's like, No! You need this needs to happen. It's got ice on it. It needs to have a penis. <laughs> like, it does not need to have a penis. Um, but she thought it was the best thing in the world ever. Right. Um, we managed to get back in. I had about three hours sleep, if that. Um, 
and then <laughs> I woke up, went to Thought Bubble. I, I was taking back my massive print uh, from Ethan from Axcop. Yes. That's the car, and I thought, I'll phone the missus and just see if she's up and awake and alive. And phoned her up, and she was <laughs> talking. I don't remember much from last night. I was so drunk, and I was like, you were hammered. Um, so I talked, and she's like, oh, my God, I've just found crusts and, and crumbs in the bed. I'm like, what? She must have decided that she was really hungry when um, when I fell asleep last night and went downstairs and made herself a butty. And, uh, and the remnants were inside of the bed. <laughs> so she brought it back upstairs to eat and just left it there while she slept in it, which was <laughs> so bizarre. Um, and then she was, going, she was getting the bus to go into the main city centre so she could uh, do some shopping. And uh, yeah, as soon as she walked past the first car she seen, she went... Oh no! <laughs> she just had horrible flashbacks of drawing penises really? on cars. <laughs> so as soon as she saw it, she remembered. <laughs> that was me. But uh, yeah, so I literally all of yesterday, they, I sh- should have been so excited to go, and uh, yeah, I got up and I was like, "Hey, this will be fun." <laughs> and then I got, I got a little bit excited when some J-pop went on, and that sort of woke me up. <laughs> And then we stepped outside, the fresh air hit me, and I was like, oh, hello, hangover. I just felt dead rough. <laughs> so we were queuing up for like, the first guy. Who was the first guy? We were, oh, it, with no, Fiona it was, Staples, um, and then Staples. you queued for Sean Phillips. Yeah. It was fatal. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. And you leaned against uh, a fire door and, and fell asleep. asleep. Yeah. Which is kind of dangerous, really, because you could have set it's like kind of fallen back, set open the door, set the alarms off, and have to evacuate the entire place. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was mad. But, anyway, Thought Bubble itself was immense because usually the, I've only been to a few cons and the ones I've been to have all been like one massive huge hall like building. Mm. And Thought Bubble was in like four different little separate buildings. Yeah, it's nice. Um, dead nice. And they had, I, I was saying to Dan, don't get this, they had this roller derby that's going on in the UK that just seems to be really strong at cons. Yeah. I don't know what it is with comics and, and geeks and nerds and stuff, but, and pants. but they need to apparently have roller derby everywhere you go there. Um, I wasn't complaining, but at the same time, it was just really bizarre. They are going around like little flags and just going around the floor as well in the rollerblades, not yeah. just outside, but all around the all around the buildings. Very, very peculiar. But there's so many amazing pieces of art and stuff that I wanted to buy there. Yeah. I could have spent a fortune in that place. I think I took about 20 comics and I got all but two signed. Very yeah. happy. Yeah, it was so good. Mm. So, so good. Really enjoyed it. I can't and wait for next year. tonight, we are going to play lots and lots of different Xbox One games. Ooh. Xbox on tour in Manchester. Ooh. Which will be fun. Yeah, Speaking be fun. of which, Xbox One came out. Woo! That's now officially the UK is in the next generation. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Very weird, but we'll we'll yeah. we'll see him next year. I'm sure, we'll join him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still torn which one I'm having. I don't know yet. I think it, the Xbox One is probably going to win it. It depends if Shenmue the, Three gets announced, or Shenmue HD, the PlayStation Network. <laughs> yeah, then then that's, that's the it. Answer. I'm screwed. Then I'm just going straight Entirely. to PlayStation, Entirely. and I will be one of those loyal fanboys, mm-hmm. like I was the first gen for Xbox, because Shenmue Two X came out on it. <laughs> yeah, and Shenmue I, the movie. Yeah, and I just fucked off the, the PlayStation 2 and was like nope don't need you never will need you ever again it's all about Xbox yeah and, uh, it was great because at that time I worked in the un- unnamed game shop um, and we could pre-order games and I put so many pre-orders through for Xbox 2X on the Xbox mm-hmm. and it was great they came in tons. and people who tried to bring it back so we had the we had a policy where you could bring stuff back within a certain time frame um, come through and they come back through and like it's not really my thing I want to trade this in I'm like oh unfortunately we can't allow that like, 
no, we can't hear the receipt. No, afraid not. And I'd literally point blank refuse to bring back their game. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. You know, like one of our friends. Um, Have you watched the movie yet? No. Well, there you are. <laughs> one of our friends bought it and then uh, tried to bring it back. And he's like, yeah, I'm just bringing this back. He's like, no, you're not. And he's like, yeah. And then I, because I was dead irritable stupid at the time, I was like, I'm not going to speak to you ever again if you bring that in. And it took me, what about eight months, nine months to speak to him again? I worked with him near enough on a daily basis as well. <laughs> and then he was out with us as well at night time. But he got so petty when it was like dead business shopping. He's like, Reg, can you help me get this? Like, no, sorry. What? And I'd literally whisper, it's like the other girls here that we work with, like, tell Rich that I said no. She's like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's Christmas, we're dead busy. <laughs> I don't care, tell him. <laughs> but, yeah, it was ice, so funny. Um, but that was great. But, yeah, apparently they've uh, they sold lots. I mean, even Sony have congratulated them as well, which is a nice yeah. little uh, thing for them Return to Return the favour. But they apparently sold over a million units, haven't they? Yep. Uh, which is nice. But that's worldwide. And what, how many countries is it launching? Is it five or six? It launched in a lot of countries. A lot more. Okay, so there you are, so potentially... I'll be honest, I think it's a good move because Sony launched the PlayStation in North America only, so that's like two countries. Um, and it sold a million units, so Microsoft absolutely had to sell a million to save face. Oh, yeah. Um, and based on price, they're they, they just le they're less likely to sell that many. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. So so the answer was launch it in more countries so at least they can get to that one million figure. Um, mm. And the other interesting fact is apparently in the last 24 hours, Players have driven 3.6 million miles mm -hmm. in Forza 5. They've killed over 60 million zombies in Dead Rising 3, pulled off 7.1 million combos in Killer Instinct, and slaughtered 8.5 million Rise Son of Rome enemies. Fair enough. That's in 24 hours. And that's in 24 little hours. Mm. We do good that's as gamers. difference a day makes. We do indeed. So we, yeah. Well, let's kill another 100 Spartans in Rise tonight, shall we? That's it, you know, we'll help him out. Yeah, add a few more to the total. We'll see if we can get him to, to, to 100 million tonight. I can do that. Yeah. And failing that, we can just come back and have more fun um, playing Lego Marvel. Yeah, I'm good with that. That is amazing. But we'll, in fact, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, the other this quite cool thing that Microsoft did was um, put up uh, a custom sick note for anyone who pretty much yeah. you could go onto, the, onto Microsoft com, um and there's a section where literally it said, right, um, Here's a list of of reasons you could be off sick, and it was like I can't remember what it was. It was like uh, you know zombie flu and stuff like that. Based on each game, there was something. Um, yeah, yeah, it's quite quite a clever little idea. It's I just think a bit it was yeah, it was just a bit of fun, but it was something that it got a lot of buzz. Mm. Like I've seen loads of people posting up their sick notes, which were just dead entertaining. Um, mm. And yeah, that has got the community talking. Like Sony never did anything like that, really. Um, so that was a nice little thing for for Microsoft to just get a, not a one up on, but you know just a nice little bit more of the yeah. buzz surrounding it, talking point around it, a lot more people hitting their site for traffic yeah. to download these notes. Yeah, and that's what they want on launch day, isn't it? And the other day, bit of traffic. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I thought was? I mean, a nice touch as well. They said that this this was a plan from the beginning, but making a big fuss about having these day one editions. Yeah, because I don't think Sony had anything like that, did they? No, no. So it's just a regular edition of the PlayStation. So your Xbox One controller has Day One Edition stamped on the front, and you got a Day One Edition, uh, Day One achievement. Yeah. If you played it on Day One, which is a nice little touch, to be honest. It's only little things, isn't it? But it's blooming achievements, especially. Are no, for people Christ, to yeah. go. Great, yeah, great. Need it. 
The one thing that that would be interesting though is how gutted would you be if you got the day one Xbox and then <laughs> didn't you, get to play it and, and then you got the um, you got the disc drive of death. <laughs> which is, uh, apparently how to make around. any any minor fault sound extreme? Add the word death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's only a little small thing, but it's quite a few people, a couple hundred people now. But it's not four um, percent that, that are complaining. Well, there's not four. Well, we don't know that no. yet. I've not well, really scoped out the figs, but yeah, I know there's a couple hundred people that are suffering from it, where the disc drive just won't read games. But you'd be gutted after about standing oh, yeah. in line that entire time, exactly, exactly. <laughs> getting home, getting dead excited, and uh, doing it all, and then finding that out. But mm. it's like I. One of the people that I um, I follow on Twitter um, quite a lot um, basically went and put, took his COD ghosts uh, with him so he could get that upgraded. And, uh, yeah, that's right. They were doing a digital upgrade on, on Call of Duty, weren't they? Yeah, they were going to do it on a few, but it only turned out to be that. That's not happening. No. <laughs> it didn't happen for him. And so the idea was you'd buy it for 360 or PS3 or whatever, and then you'd take it back to the shop and they'd give you a digital download code yep. for, for the One or the PS4. Okay. Yep, the shops wouldn't do it for him on the Xbox One. Yet the PS4, apparently, they did not have any sort of problems with that. Mm, well. So it's a little annoying little niggles, but obviously the console itself is great. But what I loved is he put up a video about 10 minutes later and going, fine, if I can't play Ghosts on the Xbox One, I'll play it through the seat, through the Xbox One on the 360. <laughs> um, so because you've got the shoot, that's what he's done. So he's like, look at me playing Ghosts on the Xbox One. <laughs> like, amazing. It's Fair such a, a fun little touch. That works. But that's great. Um, also, I was laughing and joking on the way home yesterday. I was looking through um, just some of the news updates. And, you know, they've got the the Twitch TV on yeah. the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got the playroom, which you can go in and, you know, just the, basically your living room is the, the room you can play around in. Yeah. Yeah, well, loads of people have been banned from that now. One put on a sex show. Um, and a live streamed sex show. it live on Twitch. Streamed it live on Twitch. And then got banned. And this is why we can't have nice things done. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is what happens when people when people have freedom. (laughs) They go, Right, I've got a camera. What can I do that'll get us sort of a bit more well known? Let's have sex on live on TV. There's there's no reason for them to do it on a bloody console when you've got webcams. Why have to make us suffer for your bloody (laughs) stupidity? I mean, I don't mind obviously certain things being done. I've got no problem with you know creative things to use your, you know your new PlayStation with. But don't don't do that because now if they take down certain elements, or you're going to have now restrictions in place, it's not going to be as fun as what it was going to be originally. Mm. That and I never got to see it. But um, yeah, so you know it's not all just. <laughs> slow it down. There's, there's always some good points, and there's always, unfortunately, the negative sides as well. Yes. Um, so yeah, they've both been in the news a little bit recently for okay. <laughs> for their fun. And um, and Best Buy were doing hundred dollar tradings on your old consoles as well, which Jesus, is pretty good. That's great. Mm. That's really good. I also like the fact Best Buy did the other day. I think it was GameStop as well, where you could trade in your copy of any game at all ever, and you could just have Assassin's Creed or Ghost for free. What? Yeah, over in America. Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, and Ghosts. Wow. You took in so any game. Take, apart from football or wrestling, that's always the caveat. Yeah. <laughs> always. I just remember that when we were at the game shop. Yeah. It's like, yeah, trade in any two games and get this one for 99p, apart from uh, FIFA, Pro Evo, and um, what's it? And wrestling, wrestling games. Yeah. But yeah, it was mad. Literally, people were load. people were taking it, and they, they they didn't even just stop you with one. 
So you could literally go in, like some guy took a photo and he had like 10 copies of, uh, he had like five ghosts and five Assassin's Creed. Wow. And I was Not like, that's... Anything about that. That's ridiculous. Mm. That's just really stupid. But let's face, face it, why play Ghosts or Assassin's Creed when you can play Lego Marvel superheroes? Why play Lego Marvel superheroes, Dan? When you can watch when someone you can watch play us it. play Lego Marvel superheroes? <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I uh, agree with you. You yes. need to play Lego Marvel superheroes. It is awesome. So much fun. That was our evening last night, part of our evening, playing that for about an hour and a half, two hours. Um, part of that will go up on YouTube on Friday. Yeah, awesome. you need to watch it. It's just, it's so com well, comical. <laughs> hey, comical. Oh, I get it, comic. Um, but yeah, um, it's, a joke. it's just the, the character selection side is obviously huge. The story so far behind it is amazing. Um, and the cameos in it are great. I mean, there's one bit where you're falling down and saying, and you see Stanley, mm -hmm. who's come down the lift shaft with Excelsior! you. <laughs> which is great. There's, there's Deadpool, um, as seen yeah. in the background so far once, which I know you will be able to play as him, hopefully, uh, which would be great. And Mr. Fantastic randomly turns into a kettle when you press the teapot. P a teapot when you press the P button. I d we don't know why. No, I'm sure really don't there know must why. be some sort of joke inside of that, but I'm not quite I sure I get that it's it a joke, but there's got to be some reason, I'm sure, but it's... Yeah. It's just so random, but it is awesome. Just every last little thing about it, I, I'm loving so much. Yeah, and some of the voices even sound really, really familiar. Yeah, it's even well. got Clark Gregg on it, doing Agent Coulson. Which is great. Yeah, and you were saying you thought you heard, heard Nolan North. Yeah, I could have swore he played Hawkeye, I need to look that Probably. up. I'm sure he does a few. It's, yeah, it's, his voice is just so... So stand like um, individual that you can see it's it's obviously Nolan North that does yeah. the voice for it. Surely he's, he just basically goes goes to a a recording studio every day, just on the off chance that someone's going to be there doing a game. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, I'm pretty sure literally on that day as well. There's about ten different games he does the recordings for. Mm -hmm. He's just like right, okay, I need to get into my voice. Hang yeah. on, and sound identical in each sort of one near enough. Um, but God bless him, I love Nolan North, he's great, so you know, I've got no problem with that, yeah. but it's just surprising how many titles he can actually get in. True, and it's the uh, the first game I've bought a full price in I don't know how many years. It's I think it's also the first Lego game I've not bought on day one for a long time now. Wow. It's weird, ever since like, I suppose it was like the Batmans, so it was like Lego Batman, then I got the Harry Potters, I got Lego Batman 2, I got Lego Lord of the Rings, Um then, in fact, you know the only Lego games I don't possess, the Indiana Jones ones? Oh, right. I need to get them. Mm. I can't believe I got the Harry Potter before I got Lego Indiana Jones. I, I hope you get to play Short Round. I'm, I'm sure I really you do. really hope so. I'm but, sure um, you do. But, yeah, and Lego Hobbit coming next year? Yeah, they've, um, they've put up a, uh, a poster um, which has them all you know, standing in the, like, the front of the line. Mm. Uh, going across, looking out into the sunset, so to speak, with yeah. the uh, Mordor sort of sky. Um, and it says, yeah, it's got, like, the Lego Hobbit um, all post for it. And then in the bottom corner, so people might think, oh, it's going to be more Lego Hobbit, just sort of, like, action figure stuff. And then you've got the TT little symbol in the bottom, right. Travis Hells, uh, yeah. and then it's got more of the information about the game sort of underneath in really small, small, tiny writing. Uh, but yeah, they've teased it coming for 2014, so it'll probably be next year. Is that the last one for The Hobbit anyway, isn't it? Uh, uh, yes, next trilogy. Christmas. Yeah, that'll so, time well, be out around about this time. So they'll, they'll probably do that for it, which will be ace. Yeah. What else can we look forward to, do you reckon? I reckon we'll have uh, Lego Game of Thrones. 
Oh. Uh, Lego, that, Lego Walking Dead. Lego Walking Dead could be amazing. That needs to happen. That could be really good. But that's also quite funny how you tie those two in, Dan. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly wasn't even remotely intentional. No, because Telltale Games um, are apparently going to be doing a Game of Thrones. Telltale Games, who did the Walking Dead game? The good Walking Dead they're game? They're, they're oh, well, there you go. Dead they're doing Game of Thrones, are they? They are indeed, but it's not quite sure yet what they're doing it as. Is Whether it going to be TV, TV or, book? or book? I hope it's the book, but because the thing I love about Telltale is they can... I mean, they're the in-depth they go in their stories, and their stories are always just so beautifully written yeah it, it, it's great now even though if they base it off the tv series they, they're going to be so linear to what they can actually do whereas in the books you know that many different stories running through that you could be like right let's run with this let's run with that and mm-hmm. it, it can all fathom out i think it'd be so good if they do it like that style and they keep it pointing well not point and click but you know the adventure type sort of game that they've done with the walking dead it will be i'm sure yeah they can't do didn't they try wasn't oh, in the jurassic park game a little Awful. bit more yeah. Yes, mm. it is awful. I've heard bad things. Yeah, it's not great. They tried it. They failed. And that's the one thing, you know, at least they try, but because they don't release some 40 quid then titles... No, yes, exactly. You, you, you only don't need to spend about £4 to find out if it's yeah. awful on and one that's episode. The, that's the one thing I love. Episode 1's normally free. Which is great. Give it long enough. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, great. But I, I can't wait to see more, more LEGO games. Yeah. And I hope they continue to because each one seems to be getting a bit more free... Free roaming, um, a bit. Like oh yeah, definitely. Really, really expansive compared to uh, me playing um, Lego Star Wars. That's the main one I remember because that's the one I did, did to its absolute completion. Got every character, every stud you could get. Um, yeah, and that was way more like platformy. Just this, this is a lot more kind of, or well, still linear in a way, but it feels way more kind of you know a bit more like it's free roaming, doesn't it? Yeah. That's it, the hubs and everything that you've got inside yeah. it as well. Mm-hmm. It's just so great. I can't wait for everything else to open up. Uh, but the helicarrier just looks awesome. Really Love does. that as your main base. Mm. So good. So, so good. But yeah, hopefully we'll see more stuff coming through soon. Yeah, but um, speaking of Lego, um, next year we've got the Lego movie, which looks amazing. Yes. Um, we also have, I mean, basically, for the year of 2014 for kids' movies and... What you can't see me at home doing there is air quotes, kids movies that us supposed adults love. <laughs> so the Lego movie looks amazing. Yes. Uh, Pixar are back with, with uh, Inside Out, which is their next movie. And then we've got The Muppets Most Wanted. Ah, oh, I can't wait for that. The original Muppets, well, not the original Muppets film, the last Muppets film was amazing. Yes. Obviously the original was amazing <laughs> as well. But Do you know to some people, the, the original one though, isn't it? Let's face it. Some, a lot of kids. That's the, that's the thing with these these kids movies, is that it's mostly the parents going. This was amazing. You're gonna love this. I'm gonna drag you to see this movie. Yeah. So yeah, the, I I don't know which one I'm I'm looking forward to more. I think the Lego Movie, just because it looks like it's gonna be so different and awesome. But like the um the the Muppets Muppets Most Wanted. What's I don't think you watched the trailer yet, have you? No, not no. yet. The cameos in it. I mean, just it looks amazing. I've got the list here. So Tom Hiddleston's in it. We've got Salma Hayek, Lady Gaga, Christoph Waltz, uh, Zach Galifianakis is back. Hobo Joe, which is ace. Um, <laughs> I loved him in the last one. Yeah, Ty Burrell, who's the dad out of Modern Family. Ray Liotta, Tina Fey, uh, Ricky Gervais plays a big part in it. Um, <laughs> uh, thinking, you know, what's his name out of Flight of the Concords? Um, Brett. Yeah, uh, Brett does. Um, 
does the, the songs again after winning an Oscar for the first one. For nice. I'm a man out of my pit. Um, but also, um, Jermaine Clement's going to be in it. Mm. Don't know who has. Uh, Sean P. Diddy Coombs. No Dexter way. Fletcher. Celine Dion. <laughs> Usher. Peter Serafanowicz. And this is relevant to something we're probably going to talk about now. Danny Trio. Yes. Yes. Machete himself. Um, while I was making the pizza before, Reg was just flicking through Sky, and I come walking in with a pizza, and this is the adverts are on, and I sit down, and then as we're starting to eat and we're just talking, I see come up on the, on the screen, Spy Kids 2, the island of lost dreams. Right, to my defence though, <laughs> as what he didn't tell you was, I was watching Man V Food before it, and yeah. then when I found out who's coming in, I quickly went, because it was on Sky 1, because so, I knew it was on there through flicking through the planner, right. I thought it'd be rather entertaining after us watching Machete Kills and yes. talking about the girl in Machete Kills, I thought amazing, so put that on and uh, yeah, it was awful Yeah, <laughs> Steve Buscemi was in it as well as a <laughs> bad side this guy but this is the thing, it's it's so obviously a Robert Rodriguez film and it looks it's in the same vein as Machete just a kid's yeah, version because it's, it's so bad and cheesy um, but yeah. unfortunately not entertaining enough to keep our interest. But what was amazing, I started then looking into Danny Trio films. He's a machine. Like, 2013, he had at least 12 movies out. Next year, he's got another, like, like 14, 15 planned. It's amazing. He is a great actor, though. Just, all he does is B-movies, and it's amazing. Yes. But I don't care. I need to see that. There's one out next year called Vengeance. He plays a character called Vengeance. Uh, I think the character is probably looking for vengeance. Do you reckon? Um, yeah. But Jason Muses in it. Nice. Yeah. Jay Snugans. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that. This should be good. Should mm. be good. But I can't wait to see him again in, um, in The Muppets. I think no, he's going to be facing The Muppets. Um, I can't believe the amount of cameos inside it. I mean, I know The Muppets always used to have amazing special guests yeah. all the time. So, you know, the, I mean, even. Do you, do you remember The Muppets Tonight? Yes. So I, I really like that, even though that only lasted for a series and didn't do very well. I like really used to really enjoy it. Um the one episode I really remember well. Basically my my dad was always into country music. Um so I grew up listening to a lot of country music. You do have bump sticks on your car. This is Johnny Cash Radio. Yes. That doesn't count. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is all, is alright to to like. Right, okay. Um but um I was when I was little because of this, I was really into Garth Brooks. <laughs> so I've got everything Garth Brooks ever recorded, and probably about three copies of each. He used to do uh, limited day one editions, like just like nice. Box. So I've got all these um, first editions of his albums. I've got these box sets. I've got loads of stuff. Um, yeah, used to be quite into it, collecting all it all. And um, there's an episode with Garth Brooks on, which was really weird because he never did anything like that. He's always no. very kind of private. But yeah, there's a whole episode where he, he's on. Um, I haven't got a segue for this, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, apparently, Crash Bandicoot might be coming back. Yeah! Right, so I suppose um, there's, there's <laughs> a couple of little rumours flicking around. The main one started from, if you've seen the PlayStation 4 launch ad, the real life action sort of one. Um, as it's going through, you'll see like, some jets fly over. Uh, which is supposedly like from Battlefield or something, mm. um, and then you've got all the kill zone hell guys like, sort of running forward through the city streets. Mm -hmm. If you pause it when you first see them on the right hand side of the screen, you'll notice some traffic signs. Right, so you, at the bottom you've got a circular 
like one that's you know you have like your speed yep. whatever it in inside it is a bandicoot okay right uh, like him his silhouette yeah. of crash bandicoot. bandicoot next you've got an arrow that's pointing up so it looks like it's been spun round saying they said okay. go right go left or what it's pointing up and then the top one is the sony diamond um could do the sony entertainment one you know the okay. yellowy yep. rng uh, yep. diamond is that so, so basically, Crash Bandicoot is that going is confirmation back to Sony. That. <laughs> <laughs> right, but then one of the the Sony reps was also tweeted going, "Oh, it looks like Crash Bandicoot's going back to Sony," which is like, "Ooh!" Yeah. And then underneath it, are you serious? You know, well, but ask Activision; they're the ones that own the IP still. Mm. However, Activision have recently now as well just took it off their website because so, usually it used yeah. to be a tab for Crash Bandicoot. Now that's gone. It's now gone. So it's, Sony it's may no have longer there. Them back. So Sony may have brought him back, which is great because, I mean, I agree with, originally Crash Bandicoot was Sony's mascot mm-hmm. for, for a long time. Yeah. And, you know, it was a Naughty Dog game and Naughty Dog always done great games. So when they saw them off, he went shit. Um, like, obviously, the the ones on the PlayStation 1, 2, 3, Crash Team Racing games are great. Yeah. I mean, Crash Team Racing is the best Mario Kart ripoff ever. It, it was a great game. Uh, I mean, me and Dave still play it to this day. It's great. Well, um, Sega Superstar Racing. Well, that's not really a rip-off. That's just an awesome game that's got Rio in it. Yeah. So, you know, that that, that can't really be classed as anything because that's also got all the other little mini-game stuff you can play inside it. And I don't feel it's like a, a cash-in, like I felt Crash Team Racing. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, Street Racer. <laughs> Crash um, Nitro Kart. Yeah, South Park Racing. Oh, there's, there's just so oh, many. <laughs> um, like Shrek Kart Racing. There's just so many awful the South Park one, though, it's just like, let's make South Park game. <sighs> what can we do? I don't know. Just put them in go karts. Yep, that's fine. Yeah, it's it not really relevant. Doesn't matter. That's see. That's the thing with like South Park. Despite it being amazing, right, and so easy to to be able to get ideas from, stories from, the games you up until this Stick Chef of Truth, Walsh, which is coming out, it just looks amazing, and that is going incredible. great. And it's just slightly disappointing that the um, the games never launched the time when the South Park episode was supposed to come out because they're all done up as a stick of truth. Yes. Characters for the episode, but then the game got pushed back. It wasn't going to be launched, so they couldn't put it in in time. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the games were awful. Like the South Park game, the first person shooter, like on the 64 and stuff, was awful. Really, really bad with like the Braveheart it turkeys. No relevance to the actual out, show either, does it? No, it was just, it was shocking. Let's just put the characters in. And then obviously the South Park rally, which was just. Just awful, and then Chef's Little Shack on the Dreamcast. I spent forty quid on that. <laughs> it's just a mini and game and quiz collection, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's bad. And the thing is, like, whenever we put Dreamcast for us to play anything, like me and Dave, it's the first thing we always go to. Like, right, we might as well just get it out of the way with. <laughs> Let's just get it out of the way, with. and we play it no matter how many times. Like, we we go, this is awful. Why are we play this? Mm-hmm. We still put it on all the time and choose the long round. Instead of like a short game, we choose the biggest game you can do <laughs> and sit there and play through it, just complaining the entire way through. It's awful, but I love it and I don't know why. It's just bad. <laughs> but yeah, um, so hopefully the Stick of Truth is going to be great and that'll take away all the bad memories. Um, how is this going? This was. Um, I don't even know how this started. Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot, yes. Yeah. So Crash Team Racing. <laughs> 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 Great. Yeah. So anyway, um, with that happening now, you know, hopefully the fact because the PlayStation Two ones when Activision took over weren't yeah. great, and I think that's why basically he stopped making games because no one really sold 
they were just all quite awful. Mm. Um, so hopefully bringing it back, I don't think Naughty Dog will do it, but we'll have another compartment inside of Sony that will work with it. Um, stick, stick like the um, Little Big Planet team on it. They, they need. I mean, the fact that Rayman's came back now, back to two D, and it's done so well, and it is a great yeah, return. They are super. They're games. not going to want to hand it to someone like Ubisoft, though, are they? No, but what I'm thinking is, instead of making Crash three D, why don't they bring it back to his old roots, where it's two D, three D? Sure, they will. That sort of thing. That's Absolutely what they need sure to do. Because uh, that'd be great. You know what would also be awesome now that they've brought back like sort of three D and things into TVs. Pandemonium. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That'd be great. I remember that on the PlayStation. I remember when, again, we worked in that unmarked game shop and we had the N-Gages. And yeah. Pandemonium was on the and Nokia Crash N-Gage. Bandicoot. And Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> it was Nokia, wasn't it, the N-Gage? Yeah, Nokia yeah. N-Gage. Wow. Terrible. That was you so take the battery out to put the games in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah. So great. But um, So, yeah, so hopefully Crash Bandicoot's coming back to the PlayStation. Yes. Along with Rio. Very true. Um, we, again, do you know what? I've given up for the rest of this episode on segways because they're too difficult. Um, my brain's hurting. So I'm just going to start talking about movie news. Okay, but before before you do for movie news, don't don't fall out of the habit of doing bad segways, Dan. Okay. Right? Why not? Because Bethesda have actually just trademarked Fallout 4. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so <laughs> that was awful, but yeah. at least I tried. Um, so ZeniMax um, Studios, a couple of weeks back, have been teasing... Um, this game that they're calling Survivor 2299, um, which is coming through about the wastelands, etc. Mm. Very, very Fallout 4-y, but they were saying, no, it wasn't. I meant to bring this up in last week's pod, because literally the day we were doing the pod... They announced it. Bethesda announced Fallout 4, um, but there's a teaser still up on the Survivor 2299 website, so I think it is Survivor2299.com. Mm. Uh, it's got a countdown in Morse code to the 1st of December, where they're going to announce some news. Um and it is plainly is going to be Fallout 4. Because and they've copyrighted the, um, the the title Fallout 4. Yeah. And I'm so goddamn excited about this. I love the Fallout series. They're definitely up there as like, mm. one of my favourite ever game types. Because um, like, even though the, the last sort of run haven't been very Fallout-y, uh, the universe is still the same, but the gameplay is just nowhere near as, as great as what it used to be. But there's still just so much fun to play. I absolutely love them. The DLC packs that last year... Uh, God damn long ago, it's Bethesda, so they last you forever. Um, same as like Skyrim, you know, yeah. you know, the scroll games. If you want the game to last you, it can last you. If you just want to rag through it, you can go through the story and you know, you'll miss out on 98% of what the game actually is. But it's just this, this so good. Like New Vegas was, was great, the add on packs for that was fantastic. Three was awesome. I'm hoping for they're going to do a little bit something different, but I've got a horrible feeling it's probably just going to be Fallout 3 with a new skin on again. Mm, yeah, probably. Because at the end of the day, Fallout 3 kind of was a bit more standalone, wasn't it? You're in the vault and whatever, so... Yeah. You know, rather than actually a continuation of any kind of story from 1 or 2. Yes, in the same world, but your new character, new home and everything. So. Well, I mean, they've all been sort of standalone titles in that sort of aspect and you've always been from a different vault each each time around you're sort of going through it um but i mean the the, the thing i love about them is like obviously number one was um you're number one and two you go for like the garden of Eden creating kit and the, you know you're trying to basically get back to your vault to make sure everyone survives and stuff right. three just like okay then right go out in the wild look for, look for your dad there's no like pressing matter but you just want to go hey 
look at the world, look at what we've created. It's amazing. And fair dues, I got lost in that game. It was it was phenomenal. The moment when that vault door just opens up and you get that blinded white light and then you're out in the in the wastelands. Mm. It was a proper jaw dropping like Well that's my problem. I never got past that. Wow. That's about as far as I got on it. How did you not get drawn into it? It's just I don't know, that whole first hour or whatever just didn't really like the training. grab me that much. Because that's, yeah. that's what it is, a tutorial. That's what the vault is. When you step out of that and you can just see the depth of the characters and the, the world they created, every little detail is just spot on. Okay. You need to get back I'll into try it, it again. I, I will. Once I've finished Lego Marvel Superheroes, then I'll give it another go. But, you know, yeah. Um, I've still got all the Batman games to go through, actually. I need to finish off Arkham Asylum so I can get into Arkham City. How have you um, not done them either? <laughs> I don't have a lot of time. They're, they're only short games, well, they're not long games, but they are great games, and I thought I'd see that you'd are. love you some I Batman. I know they are. Speaking of Batman, Reg, um, Batman vs. Superman. Yes! <laughs> I got it. I'm back in. I'm back on the segways. Um, they they um, potentially got a few uh, titles lined up. They recently registered um, some, yeah, some potential titles for Batman vs Superman or Bat whatever they're going to call it. So basically, it's here's be eccentric millionaire versus journalist. No, um, I'm going to go for um, animal versus supernatural. What? Science versus the supernatural. You're trying to make a hex joke. I, I wasn't. No. To be honest. Right. Shut up um, and I will read I'm gonna these. go I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go shut up. I'm gonna go be quiet. I'm gonna go stop it. of Krypton. I'm gonna go shush. Right. Here's the, what what they've potentially um it, it, they they're Bruce gonna continue Bruce with the Man of Steel theme. Right? I don't know what you're saying. What? I'm gonna be able to listen to that. I'm gonna single that out and see what you're saying. Basically, we've got Man of Steel, Battle the Night, with a K. Gay! Yep. Man of Steel, Beyond Darkness. Oh my god. Man of Steel, Black of Night, with a K. Man of Steel, Darkness Falls. No! Man of Steel, Night Falls, with a K. That's just referencing one of the old Batman mm. Nightfall. Nightfall. Uh, the, the Bane story. Uh, Man of Steel, Shadow of the Night. Without a K. Man of Steel, The Blackest Hour. Man of Steel, Jesus The Darkness Christ. Within. No. No, no, no. In their entirety. All of them. No. They are awful. I mean, I know my ideas probably weren't the best, but mm -hmm. they were a lot better than them. Yeah. No. No, they weren't. They, they were marginally better, but they were still terrible. So that doesn't say much about your suggestions. No. Yeah. I just, I'm not quite sure. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know whether it's just, let's just throw some misinformation out there. I think they're doing it just to to throw off set. I don't think it's going to have a subtitle. I don't honestly reckon it will. I reckon It's not going to be Batman, be... Superman. No, I don't think just, Batman's going to be referenced It's going to be Man of Steel something or Superman something, but it I won't. I think, I always thought Knight will be in there somewhere. Do you reckon? Yeah. I hope not. Mm. I hope not. They'll want to they'll wanna reference that Batman's in it, but not directly. Just... Yeah, the darkest night or something like that. Who knows? Be one of those. There's, a, I, I, th I think. <laughs> what? Man of Steel, the waning hour. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's awful. The but I'm going to keep hour. these going. <laughs> yeah, Bruce, why? I get it. Just, just no. <laughs> I'm going to keep them going. Mm. I will find some that will be good. Um, but while we're on the subject of kind of Man of Steel and Dark Knight, the screenwriter, uh, David S. Goya, is apparently working on a, a adaptation of The Sandman, the Neil Gaiman uh, Vertigo Comics book. Goya, what else have I... Um, he did. It, David, he, he writes um, Person of Interest, and he did the Dark Knight trilogy with yeah, Chris Nolan. Right. Person of Interest, yeah. yeah. Um, and apparently, he's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt lined up to play mm. the la- lead character as well. That now, despite my namesake, Sandman, mm. uh, I've never read one of the Sandman books. It's been on my Amazon wish list for a while, but I've still not um, not read one. I just get the feeling when I do start reading, I'll just get completely drawn into it because it is generally regarded as one of the best comic book series ever written. Yeah. Um, but either way, it doesn't stop me being excited for this. No, true. Oh. Uh, it, it could be really, really good. I got a really good feeling about it. Um, when I was younger, I used to keep getting confused, and I don't know why, but Shadow Man and Sandman just okay. confused all of the time. Mm. Um, but Shadow Man was great, but I think... Obviously, Sandman should be really great, and all of a sudden, John Lee Levitt has got, has got really like huge. So he's like the flavor of the month for some reason. Yeah. And well, I mean, Third Rock from the Sun just that blew his great. career up. Yeah. I love Third Rock from the Sun. I still like that a lot. Great series. Yeah. And then uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, obviously, he's, he's good in that. Pick the silence, Rich. Moving on. Okay. Um, but no, he was awful. Yeah. I hate that film. Last bit of movie news. Um, we've been talking about rebooting The Crow for ages. Yes, ages, they have. ages, ages, ages. After um, that guy out of Angel ruined it. <laughs> I can't remember what his name is, but yes, ruined it. Um, and they potentially have got uh, a, a new actor lined up. This is a weird one. Yeah, and I wouldn't have guessed this. Norman Reedus. Hmm. Yeah. Out of, out of Talking Dead. Yeah, mm. I, I, just no. I don't think he's he's right for it because he's too. I I need just need to see him in anything other than The Walking Dead because that's probably in my head he's typecast as that sort of. Yeah, because he's been doing it for that long now, and that's you know the main thing you know badass. him from. Yeah, but. exactly, and that's the that's the only thing anyone really knows him from. So I need to see him in a, in another movie or something. And I'm surprised he's not done more movies because he is he's the by far the breakout character. Oh hell's yeah, Half Walking Dead. Yeah, which is very very bizarre. Because mm. it's literally one they made up for the show as well. It's just crazy. But it's yeah. To be fair, you know they they've done really really well with him. Um, but I just I don't see him being the crow. Mm. I don't know why. I just can't put my I can't. No, I don't think he's a good fit for it in the slightest. I'm not too sure who I want to play him, but I don't want Norman Reedus. Yeah, it doesn't. I was never that attached to the crow, so I really don't care one way or another. If I'm honest, yeah, I really like the. Uh, I really like the original, mm. and the uh, <laughs> TV series was quite awful. Oh that, yes, that, I forgot they even did that. That was really awful. Mm. Speaking of TV series, though, that okay. wasn't even an attempt at a segue. Right. Uh, but as you know, I started watching Arrow, trying to catch up on that. Oh, you did. Um, which is great. Apparently, he's going to get a mask now. He's actually going to get a proper mask instead of uh, just green paint over his eyes. Just, yeah, the little thing he's got going on. So, you know, 
that's something to look forward to season three about, isn't it? Eh? Wow, okay. <laughs> he gets a mask. Uh, but no, I'm really enjoying it. So I'm looking forward to continuing on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the amount of bad guy stuff that you've got lining up as well that are coming for it. Which That's is what I enjoy about it. Great. But I just don't 100% enjoy the show as a whole. It's it's good, it's fine, but it's not enough to drag me in every Do you week think a week. mask might help that? But, hmm, possibly. <laughs> well, there's only one way to find out, Dan. Keep okay. watching. So I've got to make it to season three to find out. Yes. They're not even halfway through season two yet. No. Okay. But that's one of the big changes that they've announced. That's the thing. Going next love season. It. If this is the only change that happens, <laughs> is he gets a mask. Yeah. You don't know what else to do about Coming the series. Soon. The series is just him like what going, all going across the city for. and just going in front of like windows and, and mirrors, going sho- ooh, shops, yeah. and just trying on new masks and thinking how pretty he looks. Oh, we need, we need like yeah, like a, a montage of him standing in front of mirrors with different masks on. Yes, <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, that so much makes fun. any film infinitely better. <laughs> a trying on montage. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't have one more thing, but I want to introduce a new segment. She <laughs> um, isn't really introducing, it's just naming a segment. Because let's face it, over the last few weeks, we've had an awful lot of talk about K pop mm-hmm. and how wonderful it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we should have the K pop minute. I think we should have an A pop minute. Okay, just in case we have any J-pop included in there. Because I do love me some J-pop. It's the A-pop minute. Geek's A-pop minute. Yeah, we need a better theme song than that. Oh, yeah. Well, why don't we find out if anybody knows any lovely Asian people that are willing to speak Japanese or Korean for us. And just record that little bit. Perfect. That would be wonderful. Drop us an email, dan at g.e.e.k.com. Or Reg. No, Dan. But send it to me. No, if you know any any um, Japanese people, girls, email me <laughs> <laughs> with also their on. telephone number and address. <laughs> <laughs> well, and photos and measurements. Um, yeah. Now, up th- thus far, our fascination with K-pop has been restricted entirely to the fact that um, the videos is often very hot Korean girls dancing around singing. Oh, um, are they? I've never noticed no, that. I've, I've, never always, noticed. I've always really Someone enjoyed the cinematography yep. and the choreography. And the music. And the, definitely the lyrics. Also, the music's amazing, but mostly the lyrics because we've no idea what they're, t- they're singing about. Nope. Apart from the odd English word. Hey, I'm boy. I'm down <laughs> like ice cream. Um, bubble pop. Bubble, bubble, bubble pop. pop. Um, but there is a new one that is taking the internet by storm, Reg. Um, it's a group called Crayon Pop. Oh, this is your ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one that um, I... Is, and it's flipping it, awesome. It gets buried in your head. It yeah. won't stop borrowing. This, is, this is all about the song. And the, also, also the video, but for completely different reasons than why I really enjoy Girls' Generation. Um, essentially, it's just bizarre. They're, um, it's five, five girls who dress in tracksuits who have crash helmets on. All times. Yep, all the time. It's Even like there's, they 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 tend to do videos on YouTube where they'll do the music video and then they also have like a dance version, which is sometimes yeah. just a music video without anything else. And then they have like the, the choreography version where they're in a dance studio, and they have this, and they're still wearing the helmets. They're in a dance studio, but they're wearing crash helmets. It, this is so kooky. Yep. But um, the video is just one of the funniest 
videos involved. Yep. It's like they were meant for kids, but they're not because no, they're just so cheesy. They've got and some amazing so... moves though as well. Oh um, hell yeah! And you know what? I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna let you hear a little bit of the chorus. Uh, let me find it. Uh, it's coming up. Hey, <laughs> I love it. Go. Set, ready, ready, go! Jumping, jumping, with fighting. <laughs> no, we were literally all the way to the uh, to the Comic Con and Thought Bubble. This was stuck in my head. We're walking around queuing up with people, and I'm just going jumping and jumping and just laughing to myself as it's going through. And I can't get out of my head, and people were staring at me like, what yeah. is he doing? Well, every time my phone rang at the Comic-Con, people were staring at me. Yeah, which thing I love is, um, <laughs> obviously, I've got a little bit involved in this A-pop minute. Um, like, Bubble Pop has been one of the catchiest ones for me, which I love. That's Dan's specific tone for anything he does for me, like a WhatsApp, a message, or a ringtone. It's always Bubble Pop that starts playing. <laughs> and I was at home the other night just playing on the computer and then randomly out of the blue bubble pop just starts like playing dead loud and I'm like what the hell's that <laughs> really confused me and then I was in work and we had like a visit coming down from like the big bosses and they're all walking around and then lo and behold my phone starts going off <laughs> and it's just bubble pop and everyone just looks at me and like what is that? And Haley was shouting at me because apparently my music taste, which is so amazing, and I don't trust them. <laughs> Stop playing the song. Sorry. Um, yeah, my music taste. Obviously, I you know I hate the likes of anything really. It's Lily Allen and Lily Allen, especially <laughs> cow. Um, but yeah, and then apparently I've lost all all respect now because of my amazing love of A-pop. <laughs> they just went. I can't believe you got that. Andrew wow. threw my phone uh, to the other side of the room because I wouldn't stop it. <laughs> But it's great. I I do really really love A pop, and it did start off with just the videos, obviously. Um, but now it's grown into so much more, Reg. It has. It's actually grown into the love of the songs, and we're debating about how long it's going to take until we actually know the lyrics to these songs. Even though we don't understand the, the language. Nope. But it will happen at some point. Definitely. It will happen. But again, I suppose this didn't even stem from videos. This stemmed from Marvel Agents of Shield. It's true, all started talking about Chloe Wang. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe Bennett. <laughs> but anyway, go, seriously, go to YouTube, um, search for Crayon Pop, bar, bar, bar. Yes. And watch the video so in its entirety. In fact, watch that one, and then watch the global one, which has got the, the completely version. different ending. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing and so bizarre. It's just, it's wonderful. Just the, the dance, the dance alone, the, they, they dance like they're on pogo, pogo sticks. It's awesome. Yeah, we're saying when we go to a proper club or something, we're going to try and request it and we're going to do the yeah. dance. We're just going to get the entire dance floor doing it. Yeah. It's, it's a necessity. And it's going to be one of those amazing... I hope you know uh, what they call flash dances or flash... Flash mob. Flash mob. If we could do a flash mob of A-pop, <laughs> like just literally smack banging somewhere central where there's going to be like hundreds of people just walking past and we're like, what's going on? That'd be awesome. I like it. That would be really good. Okay. So we need to do that. Yeah, why not? Indeed. Right. right. So anyway, we are going to shoot off now. Go and play some Geek Out. We're going to play some Portal for you guys so you can see the finishing off of that. Then we're going to go play some Next Gen, which is current gen now. It's not really next anymore. How weird is that? Yeah. Current gen is now Xbox wow, One and PS4. Weird. And something... Wii U. No. 
No. Were you? Just no. Were you? No. Were you? Right. I've been Reg. I've been Dan. Were you? I'll be on you in a minute. Time to geek out. Bye. Bye.